Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. So we got a bonus edition of It's Still Real to Me. That's right. We were releasing early this week. I wasn't necessarily planning on this, but it's like, let's do it, man. Let's get it out there. Really because, and, and you know, good, good evening, Joey. My pal Joey Levin here with us. 
it's still real to me. Zaslo Show 2.0. Everything Zaslo Show 2.0, including It's Still Real to Me, is presented by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800 7473. That's 800 7473 If you're involved in an accident, you got an injury, you call 911 first, then you get an attorney on the phone immediately. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800 7473. Joey makes a great point. So, Revolution is it, we're recording this on Thursday. Revolution is Sunday, and I was like, okay, we'll we'll do a Revolution preview Sunday morning or whatever. And Joey makes a good point. All right, that only gives people a few hours to listen to it, and then it's completely dated. No one's going to listen to that on Monday. So we put this out tonight, and people have essentially, uh, what are we talking, a little less than 72 hours to listen yeah. to the show. Absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. They're going to be caught between – Zaslo on Levitard and Zaslo and Alex Marvez, and then the they're gonna have so oh, much Zaslo. Oh, you saw it, Alex Marvez today. That's right, had him on. Alex, the show. that was a good a good interview. Also, the Zaslo, it's a big day for Zaslo, Levitard, Marvez, and now Revolution Preview. Did you used to read? You know, Marvez, of course, was here for years covering the Dolphins, and now he's a reporter or you know a television reporter on mm-hmm. AEW. Did you used to? Do you remember that? Like, do you did you used to read Marvez when he had a wrestling column in the Herald? No, but I, I mean, he, no, but he, he said that he had it in 1989 and I was three years old. I remember, you know, I was a kid and, you know, you open up the newspaper and, and, and you know, at this point I'm however old, you know, 10, 11. And back then it's kind of like when you were a fan of comic books where <laughs> it's not cool, not cool to be a wrestling fan. All right. Mm. So I didn't have anyone to talk about it with really. And then all of a sudden I see in the newspaper, Alex Marvet. Alex Marvez is writing a wrestling column. Wait, the guy who also writes about the Dolphins? And so that was like, wow, that's so cool. He likes wrestling also. So I remember as a kid reading him in the Herald. So, yeah, he's always been good coming on the show. But I think uh, I watched Dynamite last night. I watched it not quite live, but, like, I watched it while it was going on. I was maybe a little bit behind Heat game was terrible, so I, I I banished the Heat to the small TV, and I put AEW Dynamite on the big TV. I thought Dynamite was awesome last night. I did. I thought it was a great, great show. I thought it was a lot of fun, man. What were your initial takeaways? I mean, I thought it, I thought it had some great stuff. Like, the ladder match, obviously, was crazy. Awesome. Now, I, I heard your thoughts on the ladder match. I The only thing I disagree with is I just – I don't agree with them having the referees. Okay, so them. so my thought, which Joey's alluding to, which I spoke about um, earlier today, or or maybe I, 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 oh yeah, I spoke it up with you, Marvez. You, you, you talk about it with Marvez, yeah. Yeah, so that ladder match was insane. There were even some- That guy Commander is crazy. That guy, I, that guy is nuts. The well, guy and, Commander and there was did some... the thing off the ropes. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. And there, But there were some, there were some like cringeworthy moments a- in that ladder match. And what I mean was like- we know AEW at times can be a bit of a spot fest, all right? Yes. And so you had that in that match. And specifically, Action Andretti made me very nervous. He did one oh, move. The, it was like a the, suplex off the top of the ladder. No, it was and, that move that he tried to do that move that Seth Rollins does. The, uh, the Falcon. Falcon. Uh, the Falcon. He tried arrow. to do a Falcon arrow, yeah. And his leg got caught in the ladder, and it's like, that's and I think Sammy's head and I think Sammy's head might have hit the ladder. It was it was pretty gnarly. That's how yeah. you break your leg. And so like that that made me nervous, man. Watch that. There were there was a lot of crazy spots in that match. Overall, the match was awesome. I'm glad Powerhouse Hobbs won it. He makes the most sense. Let's keep that feud going. Let's have him waiting for, you know, the winner of Samoa Joe and Wardlow. But 
you know, it was very controversial last night the way the match ended because, yeah, yeah it didn't look good with the referees helping him win the match. I mean, that's exactly. what it was. The referees yeah. helped him win the match. So he 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 charged the ladder and knocked Takashita off the ladder, but he broke the ladder while doing that. So then he sets up the ladder. The head referee, I don't know his name, he spots it. He dives in the ring and is now holding the ladder. The other officials come in and hold it too. And it's it like Rick Knox or Bryce Remsburg or Aubrey Edwards. They, well, they the, talk the a lot. Guy's I, the it's crazy. Guy. I, 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 that's Rick Knox. Yeah. I, they, they talk a lot about their refs. I know all their ref names. That's right, crazy. Right, right. I only know Aubrey because I love her. I love ref Aubrey. Yeah. But they're they're holding the ladder, and it's it's not a good look. But the other option is okay. Go outside the ring. Go get another ladder. And I feel that would have killed the momentum. I think the crowd would have died a little bit. You don't agree? So I think there's a way to do it. And obviously it, they're in the moment. So what do I know? I've never wrestled. I've never been a referee. But if you go out and you get another ladder, you, you can have another spot with, with Takeshita, right? Like you could have him, oh, he regained his strength. And now they're having one last moment where Hobbs, they basically just repeat what happened over again. And I think you'd still get the pop because it's the hometown crowd. It was such, it was so weird. It was such a weird. It was look. weird. It was yeah. such a weird look. It was weird. Um, and I was just trying to Him think if I standing on the top of the ladder was wild. Yeah, it was scary. Was I was like, dude, this seems like something bad is going to happen here. I'm like, I'm, um, glad, I was just, I'm glad they're holding the ladder. I'm trying to think you. if I've ever, in the history of me watching wrestling, ever seen anything remotely like that, and I no. just can't. I don't have a reference point. They just for went the, safety first, is what for, they decided. Four referees. Yeah. And and I and I I guess I understand what Marvez was saying in your interview where we have we're t- we have a, a timing right. Oh we God we knows work. they cram as much as they can right. into that we show. A, but you know what? That's a big moment for a guy that is a homegrown talent that it, you've been building up for a really long time. Yeah. Cut some time somewhere else in the show and give that guy the right moment. But it, ultimately, he's also right in that everyone's going to forget about it by the time they have that match next week. So it's fine. Now, I want to bring this up to you. So, yeah, they had, and, and I, I brought this up earlier today. So, they had the Face of the Revolution ladder match on Dynamite last night. They also had the Casino Tag Team Battle Royale on Dynamite last night. And I was at Revolution last year. The show's too long. We've talked about this. It's way too long. My two boys, when we were at the show last year, they were really tired with a couple minutes left, a couple matches left, they started to wake up. Because if you remember that match last year, it was the one that woke them up was where Sting started to become a daredevil, and Sting oh, dove yeah. off the the balcony there, and mm-hmm. Andrade was right in front of me where the gate almost broke my arm. True story, because I was right up against the gate. Matt Hardy, it, that was a that was uh, it was really dangerous. I'm lucky I didn't get hurt. Uh, my kids woke up in that moment, and then you had the main event, which was hangman and adam cole but they were tired by the end of the show it's a long show sure i i think i think this is them listening to the audience a little bit by putting a couple of meaningful matches the week of they're already in san francisco and they had on dynamite because right now joey we got seven matches scheduled i don't think anything additional is going to be added seven's a good number go live with that yeah, so it, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's eight. Eight? Okay, eight. I think because I – so the one I'm guessing that's not on your list because I don't see it on my list either is uh, 
Christian versus Jungle Boy. That's gonna right. be on there, right. Okay, that is not on my list because that you know why probably because that hasn't really like been made official yet. We don't really right. know but what kind of match they're, they're gonna do. Maybe it's on the the pre show. I don't know, but maybe. I feel like that's got to be happening, right? Like, Although that's, that's that's like a big blow off to a feud. Can you have that on the pre show? I don't. I don't know. I've been see. I what I've read is like that. It's gonna be some type of no holds barred street fight. Some because wasn't the thing last night? Wasn't he like digging a grave last night? Yeah. Are they gonna do a buried alive match? Yeah, he's the Undertaker. Yeah. They're gonna do buried alive. Okay. Yeah. Well, they they should learn from the past. It's very hard to fill a ca- uh, fill a uh, a grave. It takes a, a long show. time. It takes a long time. Long time. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I'm I'm happy they did the face of the revolution on dynamite. I don't entirely understand why they have the casino battle royal as part of the build up to revolution. I, it, that should be. I guess because they don't want out. that team fighting twice. Yeah, but why is it called a casino battle royal? Isn't well, that the, isn't that an all out thing or all in? Like, isn't that a? It's a good question. Or or, I don't know. But anyways, it, it's just weird that that. But the whole tag team thing has been a little strange to me from the beginning. Like, I don't understand why. I I well, I do understand. They only have four pay per views, so they're trying to cram people in. I don't understand why the acclaimed hasn't just had a one a straight up rematch for the titles that they lost. Well, because I, I think they're winning Sunday nights. Right, but why is it a 14? Why are there four teams? Just because right. they want more teams on the card, right? Yes. And now they have a, a throne to get, like Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen. They're fun, and it'll be fun for the crowd, but I'm not really sure what they're doing in there. Like, I'm glad uh, they won. Can I, can I ask you something real quick about Dan Housen? So I love Dan Housen, and I'm yeah. glad they won. But I feel like this happens sometimes at the AEW where they start a story and – it just kind of vanishes and they don't follow through yeah, with it. And, you think? And so yeah. what I'm getting this at has is been my, this has been my issue for quite some time. Yeah. So what I'm getting at with Danhausen, it was a few months ago where they brought in the, the version of Danhausen where he's more very evil than very the nice. Teeth, right. And with he came teeth. with the jar of teeth and he was angry and they did that for like a match or two. And like, it's gone. I don't know. He's back to be this, more very nice. By the way, this is my concern with with powerhouse hops. I'm a little worried that they're that the that his his title shot is too soon. Like he he gets the title shot for a person who's going to win the title on Sunday. He gets the, his he gets his big moment three days later. Do we really think powerhouse Hobbs is winning that match? Is that what like, it is? I, I thought it's it's not when he wants it. No, it's next. I, I I think Marvez even said, I think it's next week on Dynamite. Maybe you're right. So remember MJF, when he won the chip, is that yeah. not the same matches? That, that, I mean, that's not Face well, of the I Revolution. Well, I thought the, no, 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 no. MJF won Face of the Revolution, I think. And 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 then he got a title shot. Yeah. But whenever he wanted, he got yeah, that I think title so. shot. Yeah, but now I guess Face of the Revolution is for the TNT title. I don't know. See, this last is, again, year, Revolution. Continuity things, I'm not really sure. Last yeah. year, Wardlow won face of the Revolution. I was there, so I remember. And I, yeah. and then I guess he ended up yeah, winning right. the TV. Wait, I think fight. I have this on my phone. I was taking some notes earlier today. I was looking up some stuff. Um, so, all right. So he last year. He then won year... it from what's his name? He won it from. Okay, so uh... you're right. So, so the 2022 casino ladder match was MJF. The 2022 face of the revolution was Wardlow. Yeah. Um, 2021 women's casino battle royal was Ruby Soho. 2021 casino battle royal was Jungle Boy. 2021 face of the revolution was Is that Scorpio when Jungle Sky. Boy faced Kenny Omega? That must be when he so, challenged yeah. Omega. Okay. Face of the revolution in 2020 was Scorpio Sky. That paid right. off. Right. 
Well, and that's uh, who Wardlow beat for the title, I believe, Scorpio right. Sky, right? Anyway. So, yeah. Okay. But, so, so I was just trying to understand. I was trying to get it because when I saw that Hobbs won, I was trying to see like these casino and face like what has been the payoff to them. And it seems like it's been like split 50 50, like some good stuff and some not good. Stuff. So so I thought last night was a great show, but let's let's get to the meat of last night leading into Sunday night. OK, and that's the two main events. Essentially, you got the Iron Man match for the title and you had the huge promo at the end of last night and you got the Texas death match. And you had Moxley just dripping blood everywhere. It was discuss- It was kind of vile. All right. Um. So so let's let's start out with Moxley and Hangman. Okay. Moxley is th- they recorded him. I guess after the match from last week, right? That's that's what that promo was coming from. Yeah. Must be. He's he's bleeding everywhere, like in the stairwell at the arena. I'm I'm wondering who's got to clean that. All right, because there were puddles of blood as he as it looks like his eye is bleeding. All right. He's bleeding mm-hmm. everywhere. It was disgusting. And and we went with the whole I'm a sick man. This is what I live for. I love this. I look to me and I've never been a big Moxley guy anyway. I am like all in on Hangman winning this match. I find Moxley to be impossible to root for looking like that. I thought it was disgusting. Uh, obviously, it's I love violence. I live for this shit. And I'm like, I look at Hangman. I'm like. Yeah, I like you. I think I think you're pretty cool. I I I'm I think unless you are a Moxley fan, like he's your favorite. Unless he's your favorite, you go into that match. I don't know how you're rooting for him. This this yeah, and I'm I agree. I think Hangman has to win. Regardless, I just need this feud to be over because I think whether Hangman wins or loses, he it's addition by subtraction for him right now. Like get him away from Moxley. Like get him doing something else. Get Hangman's so good, he's so good, and the crowd loves him. He's so over. He's, he's got to win. I mean, they love the crowd loves Hangman when he's doing something cool, even when he's not doing something cool. They just love Cow- Remember, he, Cowboy shit used to be like the most popular chant in AEW. Yeah. Cowboy yeah. shit, like this. This feud now has all has become about Moxley bleeding. This this whole feud has just become when's Moxley gonna bleed? <laughs> like it's too much, and it's because and it's, it's not like well, you're, it's not like you and I are the only match, ones right? talking about this. It's become right. a story on social media. Him bleeding every single right. week, it, like it's kind of enough already. Yeah, and and it's, and that's all it is. Like it has overwhelmed the feud so much that you were no one's even really talking about Hangman. It's literally just talking about Moxley bleeding. I did it's think like, Hangman. Hangman had a weird. Hangman had a weird line in his promo. Like when Hangman, he's taking the. I don't remember what he said. Well, but he's taking like the attitude where it's like I'm. You know, there it's two different dichotomies. I'm not like you. I don't love this kind of violence. But my, but but Hangman said he goes. I don't like violence at all. I detest it. It's like Hangman, you fight for a living. All right, can can you completely detest violence? You fight yeah. for a living. I understand if you don't want to be like Moxley, okay, but you can't tell me you detest yeah. violence. You hate it. I thought that was weird. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire 
faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Yeah. Haven't they fought? This is going to be their fourth match, right? I feel like this is their fourth. It's, it's at least their third. I mean, they yeah, fought It's at least their third. It's at least their This third. has been going on. And I get I Actually, I don't get it. I thought when Hangman came back and beat Moxley clean. Remember we had the whole thing with Victor and how many times Moxley's been pinned clean in AEW? Like, I thought that was the moment, like, okay, now we can do something big. Like, give Hangman something else big. Beating Moxley is big. That was a big moment. What does either guy, like, this is a, a we're assuming a blow-off to this feud. What Texas does, death match? Better right, be. But what, but what does, what, coming out of this, what does the winner gain in terms of, like, their position in the company? I think the only one who gain the, the one who gains more from winning is clearly Hangman. Because he's beating oh, this absolutely. disgusting, vile, violent man. Right. Like I, I don't think Moxley gains from right. gains from a win the way Hangman. Right. Yeah. Not even so close. I, yeah, I think Hangman's. I think Hangman's going to win. But I just every time I think I know what they're going to do with Moxley. I mean, Tony Khan loves John Moxley. Tony Khan clearly loves John Moxley. I think I feel I mean, like he feels that like he owes Moxley. You know? I know. I agree. I think he was the guy. We talked about this the other day where like, you know, a big part of Tony Khan's incredible booking over the last three or four years has been the fact that guys just have come over. Right. And Moxley was the first one, really. Right. I mean, once Jericho, they once they started. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, you got, yeah, Jericho and this company does. Oh, but he was the really first one essentially to defect straight from WWE. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that put a lot of eyeballs on on AEW in yeah. early on. And I think, yeah. It was Tony, a big moment when he debuted. It was a very big moment. And Moxley's popular. People do like Moxley. They love him. Um, but so so if I'm making a prediction, I think Hangman wins. I do too. But I also wouldn't be sh- – I wouldn't be that shocked if Moxley won just because for some reason it seems like Tony Khan just wants to keep Moxley as like his top – guy so to speak even even though he doesn't have a title but like a top guy so i don't know so here's but my it, big big problem with this match now and it, look it's gonna be fun it, it, i'm sure it's gonna be good and it's gonna be really violent and gross but but here's <laughs> which is which is not my thing but it is what it yeah. is yeah and and you know it's not my thing but i'd be able to handle it better if it's okay we're gonna get it because it's a texas death match Otherwise, Moxley, in San Francisco. Moxley bleeds every single week. In a singles match, Moxley bleeds. So what's going to happen on Sunday night at a Texas death match? Moxley's going to bleed. He, well, he's yeah. going to bleed. And, and I'm not going to be surprised, and I'm not going to be shocked, because I see Moxley bleed like that every single week from just well, a singles match. And you can't tell me that. It doesn't take the effect away. It, it, it does. Was- I mean, look, Rey Mysterio lost an eye. So I know it's gross. So I think Moxley has to one up that. I mean, uh, Malachi Black too. You can see he's still got the remnants. Yeah, I mean, so Moxley has to probably lose a, a, a limb or at least a, like a finger, maybe a finger. 
And so, and so I want to relate this. And, and it's funny. It's actually like, I heard this on busted open earlier today too. And bully Ray, it's funny. Cause I wanted to talk about this with you and bully Ray made exactly the same points as I'm listening to, which made me feel good because he obviously knows what he's talking about. And so last night, you got the promo between Brian Danielson and, and MJF, which is great. And it was super personal. And it's like, you know, MJF does the, hey, Bur- hey, birdie, hey, buddy. And he's talking to Brian Danielson's kids in the in the camera. And now Brian Danielson is is getting all personal with them all. So what was the line he said where it's, uh, are you, uh, you're pinning shoulders to the mats and banging rats, right? <laughs> so so they're getting they're getting personal, all right? And then at the end in the promo, I mean, Brian Danielson, it, it cut off obviously on our television feed. They, they, they muted it, but he right. says, if you're not ready, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. And it was a powerful moment and it was bleeped out. So I'm, I'm watching bro. Oh my God. what did he say? He's so angry. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Now I know this is a serious moment. This is a serious feud. Cause Forget that he cursed. He, he said the F word, which you never like they never do that. You'll say shit right. or maybe asshole. Shit. But to yeah. say to say the F word, you never hear that. Like, oh, that's a monster moment. This is a feud that's like really, really intense. And Moxley's gonna bleed on Sunday night in a Texas death match. And it should mean something, but he bleeds every single week. And it doesn't yeah. have the same effect. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I you, it it's a great point. Um, and it, it will be interesting to see what they do, how they make the Moxley hangman match unique because of that. But I honestly, I, I guess the, the way you make it unique is you have hangman just bleed all over the place, right? Yeah. Or a squash, just hangman just beats the dog shit out of him. And just like ends him, and then he finally goes on vacation. Like we feels kind of like saying. a bait and switch when you do that. You're doing a Texas death match, and it's a squash. I know, you know? but it's a not. It's gonna be a nine hour pay per view. So some someone's <laughs> gonna have to lose some time. Um, I and and on the on on the Brian Danielson on the promo. The promo is the this whole all of the promos have been awesome. Really right? good, yeah. Um, the build has been great. This match should be great. My only concern with the match is that it's gonna be a sixty minute match at eleven o'clock at night on a Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> like like after a long card before it. Yeah, because so it has like, to go on last. It's obviously last. It's going to be last. Marvez said it's going to be the last hour of the show. The show starts at seven. So, okay, maybe it's 10 o'clock and it goes 10 to 11. That's still, man, that's a lot. It's late on a sun. But can, how many people, I know that AEW is more of an, it's an older crowd. It's more of a wrestling crowd than an entertainment crowd. Mm-hmm. How many people can watch 60 minutes of wrestling straight? And not Oh, I'm, wrestling? I'm yeah. I'm interested in how I'm going to sit there and how I'm going to experience. It. I, I, I mean, is the last Iron Man match I watched Sasha Banks and Bailey. It's like eight years ago, <laughs> a long that time ago. It was a great, that was a great, great match. match. Yeah. It's a great yeah. match. That, that may have been the last Bailey defended the title in that match yeah. against Sasha. Mm. That may yeah. have been the last time I watched an Iron Man match, you know, yeah. a long time ago. Are you as certain these promos as good as they've been? And especially last night with Danielson, I'm even more certain after watching that promo than I was before it that MJF's winning that match. Again, I feel the same way in this match as I feel in with Mox and Hangman, which is MJF's winning this match. Yep. MJF's winning this match. But the way things go in AEW, if Daniel Bryan won or Brian Danielson wins, 
I would actually, I would be way more. I think MJF is a lock. I think he's a lock. I think the whole point. I think he needs to be a lock. I think the whole point in this program, and especially with it being a 60 minute Ironman match, Danielson's the greatest wrestler ever. The whole point is to establish MJF as a great champion. And that's what this does. That's what what this will do. Well, you don't think he's going to cheat at any point? Whatever. But if he gets past Danielson, who is so angry and it's become so personal in Brian Danielson's kind of match. Yeah. Like that's, that's big for MJF. I think this whole, I don't think Brian Danielson's ever going to be AEW champion, by the way, ever. And I think this whole program. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Oh, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I think Danielson's okay with it too. I don't think he feels like he needs to be AEW champion. He doesn't have anything to prove to anyone. Um, I mean, he's not like, he's not like Sam Punk. He doesn't doesn't, doesn't have anything to prove. Be the top guy. Uh, uh, yeah, I think MJF's the clear. It, it makes the most sense. It, it's going to be a great match. It's just yeah. man, it's hard to watch sixty minutes straight. We uh we both agree that the acclaimed are going to win that four way tag team championship match. The acclaimed are going to the titles so. back. I think so. Yeah, it, I'm a, I, I feel like I'm I'm like you know being wishy wash like with my answers, because, but it's also because as I've said for the last few weeks, maybe months, I, I'm very confused about how AEW does things. So yes. I think acclaimed wins. I think they should win. I think they're still, even without the titles, arguably the most over thing in the whole company. But I didn't. I also didn't expect the guns to win. So I don't know. You know. No, I, but yes. no. We 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 did expect the guns to win. We thought that Billy Gunn was going to help them win, and that didn't happen. We we thought the guns okay. were going to win. Well, then maybe Billy Gunn helps them win this time. Yeah, maybe. Because we're not. It's got to happen eventually, right? It's got to. It's got to be help. It's got. They are his here. children. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, they did steal their children. They they claim did steal their daddy. They um, are his children. Uh, what yeah. about the TNT Championship match, Samoa Joe and Wardlow? I lean toward Samoa Joe. Wardlow just came back. I know they put together a real good story, and Wardlow's been very honest about you know his father and his hair, and so it's super personal. Although as it's coming out of my mouth, I'm kind of saying, all right, well, doesn't he kind of have to get his vengeance back of Samoa Joe? If he cut his hair and that was growing out his hair for his father who died of cancer. So I'm kind of doubting, you know, my thought at that point. I, I, I think I'm kind of looking ahead where I could see powerhouse Hobbs being the one to take it off Joe. Well, that's what I was going to say. I, I think you'll know a lot about what's going to happen in the Hobbs match, depending on what happens in this match. If Wardlow yeah. wins. Wardlow's keeping it for a while. Wardlow's keeping it for a little bit. If Joe wins, I think Hobbs takes it. Yeah. Um, But... Uh, if Wardlow never got his haircut, I think he wins this match. <laughs> I just there's something, and I I know they they brought his dad into the storyline and all that. He looks weird. His haircut looks weird to me. I don't I'm know, man. Maybe like it's impossible. I'm a big hair guy on wrestlers, a big hair guy, and I'm with you. His hair was great. It was great. Is it possible? Okay, so let's say Samoa Joe wins here. Eventually, and I, it's I'm not saying it's going to be next. All right, but eventually. We're getting the MJF Wardlow full-on program. Again, I'm not saying that MJF beats Brian Danielson and Wardlow's next in line, but it's happening down the road. Like, we're getting it eventually. I think it's going to be, to be honest, I think it's going to be after MJF eventually loses the title, whenever that is. So it wouldn't be for the title whenever it happens. I just think right now, there's too many other guys because they've, they, they've had the, they've had a feud already, and and you know Wardlow beat him really quick, remember? And that was yeah. kind of like when MJF then left, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I think first it wasn't of all, I really. Think, I think you still. I think they still have the Ricky Starks things that that's got to happen. 
I think Hangman is going to be in the mix. And I I just pray. Yeah, if Hangman beats MJF, he's got to be. It beats Moxley, he's got to be in the right. mix. Right. And then I and then I hope if if they know what they're doing. And I'm 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 jumping here, right? But what I I truly hope happens this weekend is that the House of Black beats the Elite and Kenny Omega is actually a main eventer again. I would like to see it too. You know. And so I'm hoping maybe we can get a Kenny, maybe Kenny MJF. Like, that would be awesome. I just think there's too many other guys. I think that helps uh, everyone, to be honest, the way that you laid that out. Everyone would be happy with seeing Kenny Omega back in a world title picture. And I think everyone would also probably be happy with the House of Black winning those titles. Yeah, because then you get to see them. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're more involved and they're awesome. They're great. Mm-hmm. I, I, they're all, by the way, they're all three of them as individual wrestlers are awesome too like alistair black uh or malachi black buddy um, murphy buddy murphy and uh is he buddy matthews now i, I can't buddy, I think matthews. buddy matthews i think he won an indie title last week too on like in another promotion I and think then he brody won, king and brody king who, who also is awesome like mm-hmm. they're but they're they're great i think you need the bucks in the t- in the tag title picture like i they need to be involved in the tag title picture they're the best tag team in terms of just wrestling it's an FTR if FTR ever comes back. You need Kenny Omega at the top of the card. I agree. You just you need him at the top. He's too damn good. People we, care we, so much more about the world title than the trios. Title. And 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 we've seen, we've talked about the way when you watch him in New Japan, the way they present him as this huge, massive mm-hmm. star. We just haven't seen that yet in AEW. It's time. It's time. He's there. It's right there. Um so that's all 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 that to be to say unless MJF's going to go on this long run I don't see a scenario where it's Wardlow MJF for the title but I, I don't know I guess it's possible where uh, we got two more matches uh actually three more matches real quickly Ricky Starks Chris Jericho I could see this going either way there been, I, like I hope that Ricky Starks wins even though I like both these guys a lot but there've been plenty of instances in AEW so far where Jericho should not have won the feud and he did so I don't really know what direction we're going here. I hope it's Ricky Starks. I could see a, like a somehow the Jericho Appreciation Society shows up, even though they're banned. They're banned. They're banned. They're banned. Somehow they show up. Action Andretti makes the save. Ricky Starks gets the win. He moves on. And then we get the revisiting of Action Andretti and Jericho because we still haven't really had that, right? I mean, it was a real quick one-off, and then Jericho was beating him up for the next couple of weeks, and that was that. And then he, he put a fireball in his face. No, no, he became a wizard with Eddie Kingston. No, he did it to actually Andretti. He had a burn on his face. Oh, he did it to him also then. Okay. Yeah, because he I'm pretty became sure he the burn. wizard with Eddie Kingston. All right. Yeah. So he was yeah. still a wizard with Action Andretti. He's a wizard when he wants to be a wizard. Okay, very good. Uh, who walks? Um, in- I think it's got. I, I hope it's Ricky Starks. He he needs. To, we probably need to revisit the him and MJF thing too, because that was. I mean, you talk about storylines that just kind of yeah. go up smoke, right? Like, yeah. that's one. Yeah. Um, is there any reason to believe Jamie Hayter does not leave this triple threat as the women's champion? I mean, Soraya. If, if Jamie Hayter loses, we ride. Soraya's thing, she comes to the ring, she just gives middle fingers to everybody. That's her thing. Just flips she's, the bird just, to everybody. She just plays her awesome at ring music and flips people off. I can't see a scenario where Ruby Soho wins. I cannot see that. And I love I mean, Jamie Hayter. If we if we have if if revolution ends, if Jamie Hayter's not the champion, and Jade Cargill doesn't even have a match. Oh, you're right. We riot. We riot. Right. We riot. I don't know. Can we get at the end? Like, maybe like okay. So Jade Cargill is not on the card. How about Jamie Hayter wins, 
and Jade that, Cargill now be, comes that, out to the ramp. And it's like, sup. That would be cool. Sup. That would be cool. That would be, be cool. cool, right? By the way, I speaking of Jade Cargill, I was I forgot which podcast it was on, but uh what's his name? Dutch Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel, uh, yeah. What what was his name in WWE? What did he call him? He was uh, with the uh the the We the People. He was with Swagger he was with Jake and Cesaro. Yeah. He was with Jake Hager. Zeb he, Coulter. Yeah, Zeb Coulter said, you know who you know who he said should beat Jade Cargill? Willow Nightingale. Really? I think it should be Jamie Hader. I said that a yeah, while ago. I mean, that would be a cool moment. That would be yep. a cool moment. I think Jade Cargill should challenge for the big title and she loses. Anyway. But uh, she keeps her title? Or is it title? Maybe she gives it up. Or, or maybe she gives it up going into there, says, I'm done with this. I've beaten everybody. Or maybe she keeps it. I don't know. But we got I one keep more. Seeing, I keep seeing these rumors that they're like holding off for Chris Statlander to be the one. I hope Which not. is crazy. It's not big enough to me. It's not big enough to it's me. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I got one more for you here. So we're going to have Christian Cage and, and Jungle Boy, and that's going to be fun. But I want to tell you something. I'm not as interested in your thoughts about that match as I am about Christian Cage, which hmm. is... I got to tell you, man, Christian Cage, think about this. Christian Cage is a great resume in his career. He's a seven-time world champion. He's, I, I mean, is he in the Hall of Fame yet? I'm not sure. Maybe not. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, but he certainly will be one day for sure. He's an all-time great. Can you remember another wrestler with his resume who, when they come out on the stage and they are walking to the ring, gets the kind of heat that he does? There's not a single person in the crowd who is cheering. They hate his guts. You know, even, even take MJF, for instance. Like, he's a piece of shit, MJF. People cheer when his music hits. There are people who like him. And Christian Cage, unbelievable heel. Do you think that is a testament to how much they love Jungle Boy? No. I think it's Christian Cage is amazing at getting everyone to hate him. Yeah. He also, also, like... Jungle Express was popular, like very popular, and he split them up. You know, mm-hmm. like so. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I, he's amazing the of, at the way he gets the crowd to hate him. At the top, of, off the and, and he is one of the like the most beloved rest. Like him and Edge, like yeah. everything they did, everybody loves those guys. So, I mean, take yeah, any take any big villain, any bad guy. There's some people who are cheering for them in the crowd. No one likes this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I haven't really thought about that, but it's a good point. I, I mean, that it's shows he's how good he is that he's, he's good at that. And I, I do, you know, I, I do shit on AEW from time to time for how many older guys they have now, but he's one of the ones that he's, he does a great job. And, and obviously this is going to put jungle boy over like, I, I, he's got it. He's got it. And I mean, anytime you're talking about his dead father, that's. Uh, that's tough. <laughs> Look, I already said it on the last episode. Jungle that's Boy tough. trimmed his sideburns. He's for he real now. Side, he trimmed the sideburns up, so now he's a title contender. Sometimes for real now. Uh, I think this could be a fun show, man. I think it's weird that it's Sunday night. I wish it wasn't Sunday. I wish it was Saturday. You're probably right. They don't want to go head to head with John Jones, UFC 285, right? That's got to yeah. be it, right? Well, I, I was actually I thought that, but UFC the main card doesn't start till ten o'clock, so I don't know. I, I don't know. The main card for UFC doesn't start till ten o'clock, yeah. so I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, we're still gonna do uh, we're still gonna do our regular recap of the big stories in wrestling. I mean, tomorrow night, Friday night, Roman Reigns is gonna be there. He's gonna be on television for the first time since Elimination Chamber. Cody's gonna be on SmackDown too, so we're gonna have a lot to get to this weekend. But we wanted to make sure we gave everybody a few days to absorb a a Revolution preview show. Excellent job, Joey. 
Uh, we're still we're on the road to WrestleMania, so we got a lot of other fun stuff that's going to get going this weekend as well. But it's still real to me. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. It's good for the algorithm. Uh, Joey, tell all your fans. Uh, you'll talk to them in a couple days. Go ahead. Hey, we'll talk to you in a couple days. And uh, this road to Revolution is almost over, and it's, it's going to be a fun one. We'll see you. We'll see you on Saturday. We'll talk to you on it's still real to me on Saturday. See ya. <laughs>